Hey, it's your boy Samuel David. And your girl Felicia. And Autumn. And you tuned in to the Little Bit of Everything podcast. We want to talk about it, so we're going to talk about it. Big Sam, King Sam, Samuel David. You are tuned in to the Little Bit of Everything podcast. I'm here with my lovely wife, the CEO and owner of 2 Beast Mobile Boutique, Mrs. Felicia Thompson. What's really good with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We up in here. We've got our other co-host, Mrs. Autumn Black, CEO and owner of and editor-in-chief of Queen X Magazine. Give and me my owner title. Of, yeah, yeah. You okay, already know. Brother. You already know. United Vibes Culture Store. We in the building. And we have a really special guest in the building today, yeah. man. Shout out to my dog, Chris Walker, CEO and owner of Big Walk Apparel. What's yeah. good, fam? How you living today? Yes. Appreciate y'all for having me. Yes. Hey, we appreciate you for joining, man. You know... uh, you in good company. We in good company. Yeah. You, you, you got a very positive, um, motivating, impactful, inspirational mindset. And it's really yeah. dope to uh, to watch you move, man. You move with purpose. Your clothing is with purpose. And so, mm-hmm. major salute, brother. We appreciate, appreciate you that. joining yeah. us. Yeah, yes, getting big right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're doing it, hey, right. I only <laughs> I only give dope people dope ass intros. For real, that's a fact. Some folks might come on here and be like, "Yo, we got the homie on the." Yeah, welcome. But no, you really, you really move with purpose. You really move with purpose. But he cool as fuck. Like I don't even Major know why like he's so heavy. cool. He like, is. Like he just heavy. be chilling. He just cool. He is it a Pisces thing? He always laid back. Shout out to my pops. Word. Okay. That's why I get the he be mellow, you know what I'm saying? Chill yeah. out, so that's why I get it from. Word. Okay. He got some lines though. Chris, he told me a couple of lines of his dad that he uh, come through with, and I'm like, okay, okay, dad. He's dropping the... them gems, like some bombs. But apparently they low key though. Yeah, yeah. They low key, real stuff. That's what's up though. That's and you got a twin brother. No. <laughs> no, no. I, I was like, I thought, did I miss it? Hello. What's what? I'm <laughs> just gonna make up facts and just drop it on him. Yeah. No, they so got look just alike. Who? Your brother? Him and his brother. I met your brother at I got soul. Oh, uh, no, that's my cousin, Dornell. So first cousin. First cousin. cousin. First cousin okay. too. Word. Okay. On your mom or your dad's side? Dad's side. Yeah. Them jeans is strong, man. Since <laughs> yeah. you got a twin brother, I was like, nobody I was like, told me right. Nobody, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yes. No, oh, so today yeah. we got a few things to talk about, man. Uh, I heard y'all earlier talking about the the TDE concert. I wanted to yeah. say some of that. Shout out to Sis and her no voice having ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sis always losing her voice. But we we uh we got a few other things, man. Uh, whatever y'all want to bring up, let's chop about it. Um, yeah. But we also want to talk about the circle of life. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And just what that looks like and how impactful um, what that does to your, your mental, to your, your spirit, just the whole shebang, because um, death is one of the only things promised in life. Yeah. But it's still one of the hardest things to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's um, it's the one thing that everybody experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like no yeah. matter race, color, creed, sexual orientation, you experience death. And uh, we should talk about it. We all gonna have to deal with it. We all gotta but deal with first, it. But first, I need to know how everybody's weekend was. Okay, I gotta know. 
Tell me, because you said Felicia earlier. Me and Felicia was talking, and she was talking about the concert, and she said she was a SZA fan before, but since the concert, I'm a real fan. You a real fan now? Yeah. What was her performance like? She was just so dope. She did say she was losing her voice, but she sounded so good. (laughs) She sounded good, and I just was able to rock with her. I was able to connect. I was just feeling her black girl magic. I was just like, yes, this. And she was just like, I don't know. She just felt down to earth or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really weird, you know. Um, But I just thought she was really dope, and I was excited that I just got a vibe out. Cause I've been bumping her CD since <laughs> they dropped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's CD hard though. It is. It's, it's super so hard. hard. And, and see, and men like it too. Men I think like it's so too. dope. It's so dope. Men like it. Women like it. It's just it's relatable and mm-hmm. it's really dope. So yeah. I was vibing. Yeah, I know. I heard you. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. On, the, on the on the chats, on the Snapchats. I was like, okay, Felicia, come through with the vocal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you on Snap singing? Uh, or yeah. Instagram, it was, it was one not, of the I two. Like story, I like that. I like that. I was I singing by mistake, you know. You want to go on, you want to record, but you got to sing too. So right, but yeah, right. it was dope. It was lit. Uh, Houston was fun. We ate good. You know, anytime we go somewhere, we eat good. Oh so. man, yo, we had this place called Lotus. Lotus. Yo, if you in H Town oh, listening yeah, and you haven't eaten at Lotus, yeah, it's the most fire food I've ever had in my it life. Is. It's like Asian Cajun uh, fusion. Yeah. What? So they had Louisiana fried rice. It was good. That had crawfish and shrimp in it, and they make this sauce that's called crack sauce. It's like <laughs> I'm done. I'm it's done. like <laughs> butter. But hold on, what I ordered is like one of their special joints. It's called the Lao Pack. Yeah. <laughs> what? It is. <laughs> But you know, it's a black-owned restaurant. It was, uh, it's like it's a- actually Asian. They look Asian. Yeah, it's okay. Asian. Owned. It's ethnic, but apparently they Mad up on the game. Right now. They up on the game, and they were the loud pack. The loud pack. It's like you know, it's fire. When they, don't have, when they don't have a bathroom up in here. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the restaurant's fired when they don't got no bathroom. Right. No bathroom. What? Only one way that, in, one way out. You know what? That's, that's, that's real. That. That's the hood. It is, was, but that's real life. The hood restaurants, yes. they be fired up. Yes. Okay, go to and the shop. And it was shop. packed. Yeah, it was like, packed. It was packed. It was, yeah. What was in the loud pack? What was it? What so did the, you explain? What I just explained. Oh, so it was, okay. it, they called it Louisiana fried rice. So it's Cajun fried rice. And they had regular fried rice. Shrimp. Crawfish, little shrimp, and this crack sauce. It's like butter. It's like a seafood boil butter. Oh my gosh, the shit was just. It was just that. It was all of that. So, yeah. That's lit. But Houston was lit. So that's what mm-hmm. we did. Kendrick, of course, was lit. Mm-hmm. We was a little yeah. late. So. Did what? you miss anything though? We missed oh, yeah. everything. We, missed, we only seen Sizz and Kendrick. I'm who like, was who yo, was opening? It was uh, J Rock, Absol, Schoolboy Q, everybody, Lance Skywalker, yeah. Isaiah Rashad. Oh, yeah, Isaiah Rashad, that's my guy. Yeah, Isaiah Rashad, so. my guy, my guy. Yeah. I love Isaiah. So I'm just a, a TV show. fan. Yeah, <laughs> but Kendrick yeah. show like performs like an hour and a half, and we still got to see yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Schoolboy Q and J Rock perform with him. With so. him, yeah. Okay, it was cool. But it was tricky because we we seen the damn tour. We went to the damn tour. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, so, we've so you've seen, seen whole, him before. Yeah. yeah. And that I watch different. performers, like, I'm watching, like, oh, damn, that's dope how they did that. I'm, like, yeah. studying. Mm-hmm. So, but it was lit as fuck. It was lit. It was lit. That's good. Was lit. So what about next, your weekend? So, next time you, you perform, you're going to have a fire and everything. Right. You feel me? I you feel me? Fire, and I'm like, right, right, right. <laughs> that was your boy. That was your boy. I'm 
feeling that. Yes. So uh, my weekend was, it was kind of hectic. I got a jam pack. Well, Saturday anyways. Yeah. You know, Saturday we did the books and breakfast, and that Word. was lit. Cookie came through, and Cookie's son came through, and that was lit. We had a good she time so with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chris actually donated, like, eight boxes. It might not have been oh, eight, but man. it was a lot of boxes of books. You know, some like. Yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah. It, like, was, yeah. It was a lot of books. So we've been encouraged to do more like book drives and just different book activities, mm. like giving out bags of books in the community. So we yeah. can do, you know, stuff like that. And then um, that night we had the, we watched Black Panther. We did, mm. um, we collaborated with ICT RBG and we did a viewing of Black Panther for free. And we had mm. like concession stand with the snacks and everything. We had yeah. tons of people from the community. Like we had like five, six families. That we had never seen before that showed oh, up. That's and came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was lit. Yeah. We had a good time. It was fun. And that was, I was tired. Two, I'll never do <laughs> two activities, two events in one day. Yeah, I, that's I, a lot. I'm done with that. That's yeah, that awesome. is a lot. Because then Ooh. I had to open the store and run the store in between that. So I'm just like, you know, oh, yeah. mama need a nap. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was cool that. on that. I feel you. Yeah. What, did, what about you, Chris? What you do this weekend? Uh, I mean, I just... Spend time with wifey and the baby. Yeah. You know, so that's that's really what my whole weekend was. Yeah. I did get out there in that heat and cut the yard a little bit. Ooh. Ooh. You know, probably should have waited. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, that's pretty much what I did. You know, family man. Yeah. Word. That's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's so dope. me and Chris, Chris comes by the store often because <laughs> he has his items. Big Walk Apparel is in United Vibes. And uh, when Chris comes by, we always like to have a little chat session. Okay. It's just a thing that we do. It sometimes could take 20 minutes. Sometimes it could take an hour and a half. It just <laughs> depends on what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> uh, so Chris has like gems upon gems upon gems. Like he is such a young dude, but he just knows he's so full of knowledge. Right. And his perspective on things is just different and it's so unique. Mm. One time we got wrapped up in a conversation about real estate. I ain't a realtor. Right. He ain't a realtor. Right. But he was making moves in this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was a big thing. So you're a homeowner, right, Chris? Y- yeah. Y'all own your home. So break down, tell us a little bit about what that was like for you transitioning into being a young couple going into buying your first mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So um, first first of all, the idea came about um, my parents were, were actually getting a house built um, about, what, three years ago. And my dad was like, man, y'all... Y'all renting and doing all that, giving somebody else your money. money yeah. He was like, why not buy a house? And me, I'm like, I ain't trying to, you know, have no mortgage, none yeah. of that. Word. But um, uh, we sat down with, like, our uh, bank, uh, Credit Union of America, mm-hmm. and we had to get our credit right. Once we got our credit right, we got a loan, and then, boom, mm-hmm. you know, went on, our, on the search for a crib. That's we ended up getting one, so. That's dope. That's dope. Anything that you regret or that you think you would have did differently? Regret? Um, or maybe nah, that you not learned. really. I learned. Um, it's a process, be, huh? Be patient. Yeah. Because we actually put in a, I actually put in an offer <laughs> on the house. Yeah. Uh, that we should not have, you know, done anything with. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. glad that we actually, it actually fell through yeah. on their end. Because we would have got stuck in a bad market, and yeah. then we would have been stuck. You know yeah, what I'm right, saying? Right. But, <clears throat> but listening to my real estate agent, she was like, "Just be patient. You know what you want. We'll get it." And that's yeah. what we did. So, yeah. that's, that's a big thing. Be patient. Word. Yeah, patience. Patience is I key. Already know. 
Yes. Take some time. What other advice would you have for young folks looking to, to jump into home ownership? Because that's, because you how old? 24. 24. Thank you. Know, I, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. 21 when we, when we got the crib. Yeah. Wow. You know? Dang, that's up. Uh, advice, I would just say it's not as expensive as you would think. Okay. Right. You're just paying like five something, you yeah. know, we're in an apartment. And our first mortgage, you know, it wasn't that much more. Yeah, that's wow. and it's well worth it in the end. You just have to look at it as an investment. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus another expense. Because I'm looking at it now, you know, maybe we check the market, our house may be worth, you know, more. 20, 30,000 more than what we paid for. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, I can use that 20, 30 racks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, ain't so, about it. But yeah, just um, look at it more as an investment versus another expense. Right. Mm-hmm. So is this your dream house? Because we look nah, at the owner, right? Nah. So, okay, so this yeah. is your first, just your first, first home. House. Yeah, so yeah. our real estate agent was like, uh, you have one, your your beginner house, you know, mm-hmm. there's something to yeah. kind of get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you stay in that for about five to six years. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, you get you, you another house, kind of like family, you know, starter, whatever, right. okay. living that for about another five, six years. By that time, your credit is cool. Mm-hmm. You be done, got equity and all these different, you know, event, uh, business ventures or whatever. And then that's when you get your 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 forever home. Wow. She was like probably about thirty five. You should be thinking about you know dream home. And I'm like, ah, like that's dream home. long. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, what I'm saying that's eleven years. Yeah. You know? yeah. But you know, it'll, patience. You know, it'll be yeah. worth it. So. That's dope. For sure. That's, That's dope. What was the process like with you and wifey? Like, was there anything y'all didn't agree on? Like, what did y'all land on as far as, like, sacrificing what you want, what she want? Um, okay, because I went, your eyes at him. He's like, you better listen. <laughs> Honestly, at first, it was, like, the paint colors in the house. Oh, okay. It really wasn't, like, so much the house itself. Yeah. It was just colors. But when we got into the house that we in now, it was, yeah. like, a dandelion yellow. Forest green in the kitchen and then like an off white in the bathrooms and we yeah. was like we just gotta get rid of all this paint. I'll let <laughs> you pick I'll paint. I think I painted like the uh living room and then the hallway like the first day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So wow. I was just like, I gotta get this yellow up out of here. <laughs> right. 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 You weren't rocking with working. the yellow. Nah. No, that's right. Nah. It has got to go. Yeah. Don't, so, uh, don't. me and Chris actually found out that we're family through Word. marriage. Yeah. So, yeah. Chris's wife is my cousin that I didn't even know was my cousin. So, the same day that I met Chris was the day that I met her, and we found out that we are relatives. That's crazy. Yeah. It is. My That's family is, like, stupid big for, like, well, there's a reason. My family likes sexual intercourse. Word. This, Word. Is, Word. this is why our family that's, is so that's hard. That's usually how families multiply. This is how things, this is natural, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but from that, I've been, you know, blessed. Nisha, his wife is literally the nicest, sweetest person I've ever met oh in my, my life. She's beautiful oh. on the outside yeah. and she's so sweet. Like when you have a conversation with her, she just, she was born to be like somebody's mama because she's yeah. just, Word. she has patience. She just, ah, uh, I love her. Yeah, I just wish. Up. <laughs> you listened right yeah, like wow. I love you Nisha yes yeah. so that was dope for us to experience you know that and then me and Chris having a vibe you know on an entrepreneur aspect mm-hmm. so me and Chris having conversations and talking a lot I discovered that his family he's dealt with a lot of loss 
And me and Nisha's family also has dealt with a lot of loss. And so just through talking to him and seeing how he processes that loss, I was like, damn, that's a whole other, like, just the way that he goes through it for him and for his wife, it was miraculous. So that's why I was like, okay, well, if we... It's something that everybody deals with. I yeah. feel like Chris's perspective on it could really be helpful for a mm-hmm. lot of people when it comes to dealing with family loss of people that are close to you. Why? But he has a couple different stories on loss, so I'll let him talk about that, though. Before we jump into that, though, think big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tell yeah, us yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Big Walk Apparel. So, like, Big Walk Apparel, uh, the name Big Walk actually goes back to, like, my high school name, football. I was the Why? smallest guy on the team. My last name is Walker. And I can't remember what game, like, okay. uh, excuse me, specifically, but my partner was like, that's Big Walk. And I was like, yo, that, hey, that's me. Yeah, you know what I'm But um, so halfway through uh, my senior year, I was like, man, I got to do something with this Big Walk thing. I was kind of on my, like, Big Baller brand type okay. way back okay. then. I was like, man, I'm going to go to the league. I'm already have my clothing brand out. You know, I'm rocking my own gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, so that was 2012. Um, I went to the University of Tulsa uh, to play football. Mm-hmm. In my apartment, I was just sitting there one day sketching. And I was like, man, I got to, you know, come up with something. Oh, because you I, draw too. Yeah. I'm beast. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't let him brother. do that thing. Yeah, don't let him yeah. do that. I've, I've seen him. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Word. It's always progress. But Word. so I'm sketching. I was trying to sketch a logo, and then in that process, I was like, "Man, what am I trying to do with this?" And then it came up: think big, live big. Mm. And I immediately reached out to my partner. I was like, "Hey, man, this this would be hard. Like, when I get back to the town, we got to talk about it." So we sat and talked about it, and then kind of formulated a plan. And that's where we at now. Mm-hmm. You know. Word. So you do it with somebody? Um, really, it's with my wife now. Okay. Uh, my my partner, he actually moved out of town. Okay. So okay. I just kind of bounce ideas off my you know friends and stuff like that okay. before I put it out. So when I put something out, I be done had uh, my friend Preston, you know what I'm saying, Jordan, yeah. Jimmy, all those guys give me the input. So yeah, before I put it out, okay. that's a it's a ton of it's a ton of ones. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna be heat. Yeah. Maybe like. Nah, this ain't really <laughs> ah, They keep it real with you, though. And I'll be That's like, what? The, the, my biggest critic is Nisha. Yeah. I'll put out something I think is dope. And she'll be like, nah, that ain't really it. So how do you balance that? Because as a creator, that's a challenge, right? Yeah. Versus what you want to put out versus what people like. That's the tough part because when I first, when I first started creating, I was like, man, I'm just going to put out what I want. And... Whoever like it, like it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that really don't make money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, just having those different inputs helps me out a lot. I used to kind of get agitated, like, man, I'm putting out all this heat. Y'all, right. like, Y'all don't see the vision? Yeah. <laughs> but that just made me work harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I was little, you know, my pops would instill, you know what I'm saying, like, Whenever we do something, you got to do it to the max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, don't, he say, don't half-ass nothing. You know so that's, you know, with my wife being here, you know, that helps me out a lot. So, so you had your pops and mom growing up? Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you think that shapes you as a young black man? Because I know that's one of the, um, I'm, I'm 
single mom, right? I know mm-hmm. so many brothers that didn't have even a father figure outside of maybe a coach, right? Um, and you are a brother. I won't even see that seems. You a genuine brother with a lot of game and a lot of knowledge. Do you sure, think yeah. that came from having pops in the crib? Yeah, but to kind of piggyback on that, my dad grew up without his dad. Mm. So, like, his dad left when he was nine, and he mm. was the oldest of uh, five siblings. Oh, wow, yeah. So, <clears throat> immediately, he went into, okay, I got to, you know, provide yeah. and take care of. Yeah. So, like, even if it was something as little as, like, working in the summer so he could buy his own school clothes, and his mom, you know what I'm saying, my grandma wouldn't have to buy, you know, the other kids school clothes, you know, that helped out. Yeah. So, um, that, him... I really credit it to him, you know what I'm saying? Because he right. he said at a young age, like, I'm not going to put my kids through this. Yeah. So that's how, you know, he he raised us. You know, that's me dope. And my brother, so. I think that's dope. I see that now with this generation, I feel like, of black men, like young Definitely. black men. Mm-hmm. They grew up without pops, so then they're like, I'm not putting my kids through yes. this. You know what I mean? It like, is the rise of the black like. daddies. Really I see is. them everywhere. Yeah. It really <laughs> is, and it's really yeah. a dope thing. You know what I mean? Just to see that. Mm-hmm. Because that, that means be black women way. can chill. We, yeah. can t- we can take a break. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> oh, okay. Says the, no the woman with break. no kids. Ain't no full break. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we on vacation. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a, it's still a, f- a, f- a family structure yeah, that yeah. I think keeps everything healthy and mm-hmm. balanced, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I, Fee runs our house. I'm the leader, mm-hmm. but yeah. she run the shit. You yes. Know what I, mean? like, I have to consult with her before I bust a move, unless I'm like, unless it's a move that just has to be busted, right? Yeah. And it's like we'll talk about it later. But she's the leader. Like, I mean, I'm the leader. She's. It's my board of directors. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Are you in a similar... Yeah, yeah. I feel that for real. I actually, uh, working at my last job, I worked with a lot of old heads, man. And they be like, nah, man, I'm running my house. I I mean, you may feel that way, but the reality is you're not cooking, you're not cleaning, you're not paying the bills. You're at work. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is that your wife may be working too, and she's still taking care of everything. Speak on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what no they. I ain't gonna yeah. take. I ain't gonna take credit for none of that. Now I'm cutting yeah. yard, but balancing all that and yeah. nah, that ain't me. Yep. And that's, that's the beautiful thing is that it's okay, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. And it's most of the time it's natural to us, you know yeah. what I mean? To just get shit done. Mm-hmm. But just recognizing that I think it's dope because yep. a lot of people don't and they like, I run this shit. And you're like, no, no you no, don't. don't. You right. don't. don't. You don't. do, but I do. I love the fact that there are men like Chris and like Sam that are like, I will provide the location. I will provide, yeah. give you all yes. the resources for yeah. you to take care of shit. Just yeah. please handle yeah. it. Yeah. I give you whatever you need, but just please do it. Well, not, I not necessarily. I'll give you what you need because, like you said, women hustle too. Yeah, you but I'm saying, I mean? but, but give, give yeah. you what you need, Definitely. as in, you know, not just the physical, but support wise also. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Sure, like, I, sure. I'll give you what you need so you can run this ship how it needs to flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I need Word. that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. 100. No, it's real. It's really real, man. Shout out to the queens, man. Yeah. I'm gonna drop a Shout clap out to right you there. And you and you and you. You did it, boo. Nice for what to these niggas? Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Real life. Unless it's your husband. Unless it's your husband. Always be nice, please. Handle yeah. yeah. your business, but be yeah. nice yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. But no, legit. And I look. We told you we do a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. Right. The left, um, right. 
but no, I like Felicia said though, I have to also shut out the um the generation of young black men that's mm-hmm. holding shit down from a parental unit. Like we weren't taught. I, I wasn't taught how to be a dad. Yeah. It was more counterproductive, even how I was taught to be a man, right? You can't express your emotions. You gotta have all the bitches, you gotta have all mm-hmm. this money, right? Like and then you have your kids, and it's like, none of that shit matters whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have somebody I'm responsible for, and to see so many brothers taking that responsibility on, and it's a shame we even got to salute that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But just to see so many brothers in this generation that's um, getting back to the basics yeah. is major. And if you got a homeboy that don't take care of your kids, take care of his kids, and y'all still homeboys, you will whack as he is. Yeah. Ooh. Real shit. Yeah, I'm on, head, I'm on your head. You know what I'm saying? My partner, you, you ain't taking care of your kids. I got to be on your head. I that's can't trust weird. you. I yeah. <laughs> I Ooh, can't that's trust you. Yeah, because if you're going to do your kids like that, how, how you going to do me? Right. <laughs> no loyalty. Yeah. The conversation that always had comes up is she won't let me see. Like, that's so whack, too. Like, can't nobody in the world stop you from seeing your kids unless they physically remove them from the situation. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you deal with your friends that are in that situation because because I deal with women who are on, who are those women that are. I you have no friends kids. that don't take care of their kids. But when they get to that point with a woman, like you don't tell them, like, okay, well, this is what you need to do, or I'm you just cut them off. You like. You don't have no friends that don't take. Care I don't of their have kids. no. I don't have no friends that don't take care of their kids. They just are not in that mental space. They're not. In, the only friend I really have that's even single is probably Mick. Okay. Like everybody that I know is family oriented, like doing the same or better from a fami- from a family unit perspective. Okay. Because yeah. steel sharpens steel. I can't be around you if you if we're not even in the same foundation. Like we cool. We mm-hmm. can operate and chop it up. But as far as friends, like I feel I can call you, call on you for something. No. None of that. None of that. Okay. So you got friends that don't take care of their kids. How do you deal with them? Yeah, how do you deal with that? Because that's weird. Girl. Well, I don't, I don't have, I don't really function and have a lot of male friends, but I have female oh. friends. Well, that's what I'm talking about, women. <laughs> well, it's not that they don't take care of their kids. They're, not that they don't take care of their kids, but that they are the ones that are saying, like, you can't see, you can't oh, see your child. I got and the, you. what they I got use you. is okay. the police. That's what they use against these black men is, okay. I'm going to call the police. You know, I hear that a lot. Now, I have conversations. I say friends, but reality, these are women so in my she, family. Yeah. <laughs> they're, my, they're my cousins. Actually, they're my cousins. They're my cousins. And I'd be like, you know, these black men, we got, it's enough of these white people out here calling the police on us for studying in, in, in universities that yeah. we're attending. Last thing I need is for you to take this man away from your child that you need him to be there. You know, but they seem salty. They still salty though. They still emotionally yeah. attached, and that's what they're using. You know what I mean? Right. That's the only yeah. reason. Because Definitely. you know, they can come get this kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, they, they gotta be like some underlying pain or something. Yeah, it has to be yeah. just feelings, and yeah. then that's what they're using right. you know, to shit. get back at them. And that's what I try to, because I'm just trying to figure out a way to convey. Because I deal with both. I have male cousins that have kids, and they're like, she won't let me see the kids, so they just out here being hoes and living. They best worst life in reality, yeah. and so I'm just like, how do you how do you deal with that? Because I don't want my cousins to go to jail, but I also don't want these women to be using the police against the black men because they're already against us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So there's like no balance there. Yeah, <laughs> these people just out here just 
Dumb. It's spiteful. Wild and that. In your feelings. So it's really shit. In your feelings. It is, and it's really, it's terrible for the men that want to be involved in their kid's life because they're like, man, she crazy. I don't want her to be the only person raising my child, but I can't do nothing because she's going to call the police. So, yeah. She was crazy yeah. before. Yeah, so, I mean, wrap it up. Yeah, what that's would what you I was going to say next. That's the other thing is like just making smart decisions early on. Like, Protect I think we had a time where there's enough knowledge and information and resources. Yeah. You know, not to lay down unprotected with somebody that you don't have long term goals with. Yeah. Right. Like, it. Don't shoot your shot if you don't plan on like yeah, but enough of that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything. I don't even know how it. Right. Yeah, this, none of this us have everything. Any baby, right. baby mama, baby daddy drama, and it went there. Real everything, everything. But yes, but because no. Because I feel like we were talking about the brand. Yeah, yeah we talking about the brand. We talking about just family in general, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. grew up with a with a strong pop, strong male role model in the family, um, yeah. and what that does, and that a generation we have now is trying to reclaim that dope. Um, Fatherhood. Right, right. Yeah, even though our pops that raised us on TV was dropping Nikki's oh, and drinks. Man. But we ain't gonna go into that today. We talked about that last time. Oh, time. Lord. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> she said, who did that? Yeah. Felicia, yeah. like, yeah. who's yeah. doing this? Shout out, shout out to my Shout out to the Fox Yeah. Yeah. So, no, so back to the brand. So, think big, live big. So, what is the... um. I read it early. I read it a few times because I love it. Like, I got it saved in my keep, so I won't do it because it's for you to do. But what's your, what's your mission with the clothes, right? So think big, live big, big walk apparel, walking with a purpose. Give me the, the whole everything around that. So, like, what I want to do with the brand is really give you the idea that, like, what you wear, you know what yeah. I'm saying? If you can wear something that's inspiring... Pretty soon, like, you know, you walking past the mirror, you see that, um, mm. uh, learn the lesson or see the vision, wealth is mental. Maintain the power. Maintain the Maintain power. It. You know what I'm saying? You see that, you're going to subconsciously, like, try to embody that. Word. And I try to wear my gear as much as possible. Because yeah. when I walk past that mirror, that's what I do for myself. Whatever I do, whatever I put out is, uh, you know, things that I've gone through and then mm-hmm. experiences, you know, for myself. So whenever I put something out, I be the warrior for a little while. I'll be like, oh man, okay, I really yeah. feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I want you to do. You know, when you put my gear on, I want you to feel what's on the shirt. Yeah. You know? So that's heavy. and I think that's dope. That's just like affirmations. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, in our bathroom, we have like little sticky notes on our window. You know, and that's yeah. kind of what you look at. You brush your teeth. You're looking at it, and you feel that. You yeah. Know? And then you start power. to live it. Yeah. Yes. You know it's all I mean? positive too, like because yeah. there's so much negative in the world. Oh, like you right. gotta have at least one, you know, positive moment throughout yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I uh, started doing something where I um, give myself an hour, you know, mm-hmm. a day to just do something that make me feel good. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Whether it be in the that. morning yeah. or in the in the middle of the day. Or in the evening, like I gotta give myself one hour to just feel good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it is it a private thing that you do, or can you share with us like what it is that I mean, makes Chris happy that he does? It could whatever. just be as little as playing 2K. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or uh, I may get in my uh, little tablet and sketch a little something, or listen to. That new J. Cole that came out. Yeah. Been on you know what I'm <laughs> I may do that or just watch a movie, me and wifey, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus coming home, 
you know, I'm tired, weighed down by the day, showered and get in the bed, or shower, eat and get in the bed, you know, I'm missing out on, you know, some positive mm-hmm. in, there, in life. So. I, I like you, Chris. You already hey, knew that, man. but I really, I really like. It's mutual. We cool. It's love is love. We I solid. just love the positivity, man, and the um, the purpose. I always go back to purpose. Um, yeah. But I want to take it back a little bit more too. So you draw your your designs as well. Yeah. So you draw, you come up with everything. Triple double, no assist. I just had to throw that shit out there so the world knows that you're hitting triple doubles. Triple doubles. <laughs> I'll take that. You know, that's important enough. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hit triple doubles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. That's really cool. That's super cool. And it's a process. Like, being an entrepreneur and a business owner is just not as simple as putting stuff out. Yeah. Like you said, it is a no. process. It is, first of all, you're an artist and you're sensitive about your stuff. You know what I mean? Your shit. Your shit. You know, so I think that's important. And that takes a lot of confidence to even put stuff out. You know what I mean? Yeah. To mm-hmm. put it out for people to, to judge. Because that's what they're doing. Basically. Yes. And just really not to care and just believe in what you're doing. Because literally you're everything as a small business owner. You don't mm-hmm. really have nobody yeah. working finance, working design, working nope. marketing, working promotion. You know it's what a I mean? different you're side of your own brain. Shit. You're literally everything. The marketing to me is the toughest part. Ditto. Just because it's like like you said, you can be creative and put it out, yeah. but then it's like, okay, who's seeing it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how how am I going to get this product out in front of people? And then uh, the last part is, you know, how am I going to convince them to buy it? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Everybody. Like, oh, that's dope. That's yeah, dope. That's, or somebody. Okay. So many people have come <laughs> up to me and be like, oh man, that's cool, but uh, you got that in like a a, a raglan tee. I'll be like. Nah, I mean, I, yeah. I got this. I got this right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could get that, but right. me getting that is going to prolong this, this sale. Right. You know right. What I'm right. So, more but, work? Yeah, it's it's never enough. enough. It's, never. it's never enough. So it's a, it's a real tough process being an entrepreneur. It looks pretty and people think it's a beautiful because it's right. on social media and you like, you don't even see the grind. <laughs> the tears, the sweat, the... The battle in your own yeah. head for yes. real it's, it's really a struggle, but for it's beautiful, sure. it's rewarding because it's you, you know, it's sure. all you. And when you put it out, you're like, That's me, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, At the end of the day, I did that, that, I did for, that. Real. Yeah. for real. So, because my thing for real is like freedom, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I worked my last job, I worked there for four and a half years. My boss was, you know, he was an ass, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like every little thing was on me. And I was like, man, I ain't really trying to do this, you know, forever. Yeah. You know, because traditionally, and there ain't no shot against, you know, um, if you worked at a job for 20, 30 years, yeah. you got your 401k, that's cool. Right. But, you know, the reality is, is that now, you know, that's not it, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, just having that financial freedom mm-hmm. and being able to, you know, work and build something up to be yeah. able to pass down to my kids, mm-hmm. you know so that's that's my you know inspiration. That's my goal. Yeah, I like that. So. I, I think that's dope because, like you said, the four hundred one k and stuff. That's beautiful because we need people working certain jobs, yeah. right? But that's not yeah, for everybody. Yeah, we, we need we, we need, need you lawyers everybody. and all of you, Absolutely. you brothers and sisters. We need people and... doing jobs, you know. But like you said, it's not for everybody. Everybody's not supposed to take that role. Not, not for to take me. That role. You I hate being told what to do. You got to create. I don't like you know? being told. Yes. What to do. I hate yeah. being told what to do. It yeah. drives me fucking bananas. It does. But <laughs> <laughs> like I will test to this. Legit. And then especially more so when it comes to my output. Yeah. Right? So like when you create an entrepreneur, when you're doing your mm-hmm. magazine, when you're doing your clothing, when I'm doing music, I'm like, yo, 
I hear you, but I don't I don't want your feedback. Mm-hmm. I don't want your critique. This is my shit. That's not my style. That's not, you yeah, telling that's, me to do something that's not my style. You want me to do what you want me to do, <laughs> and not I what you. I'm doing. Exactly. But that's dangerous in sales. Yep. Right? So both of y'all are in clothing business, right? That's dangerous. So how do you... You mentioned people like, yo, throw me the rag when I want the... How do you handle if the demand for what you've already pushed out isn't where you thought it was going to be? Um, Man, that's tough. For real, for real. Honestly, like... I've been, <laughs> I've been in spaces where, like, uh, I'll mark the price down just, you know, for whatever. Most of the time, like, me working with kids... I would actually give some to the kids because mm. for me the message is more important um, than like the actual you know transaction because I work a job mm. you know what I'm Word. saying. Uh, right now the money isn't necessarily the main focus; it's the message within itself. Yes, I like so, that. Um, if I got to mark it down five dollars, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> after it being after me having it for a month and a half, I'll yeah. do that just mm-hmm. so you can get it. Mm. Not just so I can get the money, but just so you can get it. And have and wear it, Word. you know. So that's how I mm. look at it. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Is it gonna make me money, or is it gonna further the brand? Right. And and either one is a win. So yeah, it yeah. is. It's important. Now don't don't come up to me and be like, oh man, I heard you on the podcast. Let me get that part off. I'm gonna be like, hey man. Give me some time. Like, right, right. It's 20 right now. Right. right. I yeah. still got a business to run. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, real that's real shit. life. That is I'm real life. Working. It's support. I mean, why do you want that $5 it's support. I was listening to um, Amanda, oh, the girl on Insecure. Amanda, Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals. Mm. I was listening to her podcast. And Which she was is hilarious. Saying, yeah, she, she, she's funny. I like, I like her. Um, but she was saying like how... We always feel like we have to mark our stuff down mm-hmm. or feel like we have to do certain stuff to get people to support us. She's like, if I yeah. have a show, my friends and family are buying a ticket. Oh, I watched that. I listened to that episode. Yeah, yeah. She's, yes. like, she's like, they are supporting. They're going to support my craft. And that's true. Uh-huh. Yes. Because we're fast to give our homies, you know, here, where that, you know, mm-hmm. or come here, you know, I yeah. got you to get in. But why wouldn't you want to support what I'm trying to do? Right. You know what I mean? You will go to whoever that you don't even know Man, and pay okay. racks to see okay. them or to buy their clothing. You know, we just bought a 40, I mean, we spent like $120. I bought a t-shirt and he bought a sweater for a TDE concert just for yeah. the merch, just for two items. You know what I mean? Of course, I'm going to be able to buy. Oh, the Thompsons is balling. Let me hold. I got that bread, bread. I can't wait to wear it. The shirt is lit. But... What does that look like me going to Chris ask for a discount? Like, right, why can't I right, pay full right, price right. for his stuff? You know what I mean? Right. And I support. You know, usually if I... I will I attest support. to that because I tried to give Felicia some shea butter on the slide for free the other day. Yeah. She was like, no. I'm pissed. I got $10. Exactly. Okay. Because I, if I go to Walmart, <laughs> yes. I'm going to pay 20 You know what I mean? Right, so right, why right. would I support my friends like I would support anybody else? Yes. Right. So I think that's real. And I hope that mind frame switches. Because it's it's so important, they don't even understand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As far as the business. For us as entrepreneurs, I think that we have to be the ones to do the teaching of that. Because Mm -hmm. as long if as long as we stop selling ourselves short and giving and offering the discounts, then people because them as consumers, they don't understand what happens Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. So when we change our mentality to say, you know, this ain't gonna be for free. You you gonna have to pay for this. Yeah. Then other people will start to recognize and realize, like, okay, well, I would rather I would rather give my money to Chris than to give my money to Walmart. Right. It's dangerous Anything. when it's people close to you, though. 
Because I think it's more so people, it's friends and family more so than it's strangers. It yeah. is. Because it is. it's like other, mm-hmm. even with other entrepreneurs, I've had so many folks and people want to play a barter system. Yeah, which is and okay. that's what you're saying yeah. in that like, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yo, at the same time, this barter is just, why not just purchase it? Yeah. And I purchase your it. joint. Like, and then we both put money back in our pockets and we're yeah. able to represent each other's brands in the yeah. same respect. So it's tricky. It's tricky. I love that you pointed that out, though, Sam, because I don't think when people think of trade and barter, they literally just think about free, free for free instead Mm -hmm. of pay for pay. Because right. you might do something different with this money that I put into your pocket. You know what I'm saying? It it, it balances. So just give me, I'll give you money and you give me my money. Right. And we didn't trade and barter. And we Gucci. <laughs> yes. and we Gucci. Don't hit Same me for a free thing. verse. Don't hit me for a show saying it's going to be exposure. All that other weird right, shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. I know it's different than selling the clothes, but from a product. It is. It's kind of the same too, though. Yes. Like, stop it, fam. Especially yeah. with your creativity. Like, that is something with creativity it's a lot different with you being an artist and Chris being an artist that designs his own like yeah. you are literally paying for something that my mind and nobody else's mind yeah. can ever concept yeah. ever 100%. in life and you like it and you respect it so I'm gonna need you to cash out on this right well, shit. imagine me saying let me get some some graphic design work done for the low but you still have to you're not put you're gonna put in the same amount of work right or you're gonna get me for the low work Cause right. your integ, my, I know my, when it comes to my integrity, to, my integrity me, won't allow me to give you no bullshit. Yep. So Ooh, think about it. Think no, about really, it. Really. That's real. <laughs> it's serious. It's serious. Like yeah. I was up till four o'clock in the morning okay. coming up with this design. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yes, wanna, yes, yes. You want the the deal? Nah. And then it's like most time the discount is like okay, so I just bought this for you. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Take your, no, I would never. <laughs> we need yeah. you to pay. Mm. Let's take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's the Little Bit of Everything podcast. Make sure you tuned in with us on the social medias. Follow me, Samuel David, Big Sam, King Sam, at Big Sam87 on Instagram and Twitter. Also, follow the lovely Felicia Thompson, CEO and owner of Two Beats Mobile Boutique at Two Beats Boutique on Instagram and Twitter. That's Beats with a Z. Also, follow the amazing Autumn Black on Instagram and Twitter. That's Melanin Fresh, Fresh P-H-R-E-S-H, and Queen X Lifestyle on Instagram and Twitter. Holla. Back to your regularly scheduled program. All right, we are back. We are back. It's the Little Bit Everything podcast. You got me, Mrs. Thompson, Mrs. Black, and the homie. Big walk in the building. <laughs> so, Adam, you brought up something, which we, we did our little bit of everything, and we went everywhere. <laughs> yes, right? we do. But you brought up something that um that I, I definitely think we should hit on um, in regards to life and death. So bring mm-hmm. us back real quick. Okay, so um, I was talking about me and Chris's experience mm-hmm. as a newfound family uh, <laughs> with, with the circle of life and how we how we deal with losing family members or losing friends and how we as a people deal with death. And Chris has a very good perspective and his thought process on the circle of life. So that's why I wanted to bring him on so he could talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So last year was real tough. So like in February, um, I lost my father-in-law and, um, I want to say it was on the exact day. Like me and my wife, like started dating. So, uh, um, 
dealing with that was rough. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, I mean, it still kind of gets to me to this day. Yeah. You know, he wasn't perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you kind of see, like, the progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would always look at, you know, him and my dad and then try to, you know, figure out, you know, what positive things from this man who I've only known for, like, six years mm-hmm. can I take out from, you know, his life? Whether it be, you know, him dealing with, you know, pain with alcohol or whatever. Yeah. And looking at that and being like, okay, so that's what that's how he dealt with it. And it affected him this way. I got to do something different. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what I'm saying? But dealing with that, and then come November, my brother-in-law, he was murdered. Man. And it was tough. Like the day before Thanksgiving. That was probably one of the worst, uh, like, moments, I can say, like, in my life. Because, you know, he did uh, some federal time, you know what I'm mm. saying, get out, and he's on a positive path, and then, boom, this happens. Wow. Right. And wow. he was a, he was anticipating being an uncle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to, you know, see his life, like, get taken away like that, hurt. It still hurt. For Cut sure. deep, for sure. Right. But with all that being said... I'm still in the in the midst of that process and the fact that I got a baby on the way. Word. So Word. I believe it was, you know, Nas, you know, say what uh a man is murdered the same day a baby is born. Yeah. And it's like how how am I supposed to deal with these losses and then still look towards those gains? Right. And it's like yeah. a duality in a sense. Like we gotta we're gonna live, but we gotta go too. Yeah. You know, so uh, but just looking at that and kind of assessing the, you know, the situation, uh, and then coming now, you know, my daughter's three months old, yeah. and I actually saw the guy who killed my brother-in-law, wow. and he's awaiting trial, and those emotions, like, coming up, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. seeing, like, you're staring death, like, in the face. Yeah. Like, when I see you, I see him. Right. You feel me? Yeah. And having all those emotions coming up, but still having like the wherewithal to, okay, I can't do anything stupid because I got a family. Right. I got this yeah. life that's, that was just born, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And focusing on that, because like I said, the negativity, you know, I got to have some sort of positive somewhere. And even if the positive is, oh man, I just got to get home, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to my wife and my, my daughter. Right. That's like important to me. Yeah. And um, but yeah, like I said, just going through those situations, and I'm only 20. I was only 23 at the time. Well, 24, newly 24. But experiencing these different things, it it kind of made me grow up. You know, because life is short. Man. You know, I got an idea. Man, I'm gonna put it off. And no, 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 no. I may not have that. Yeah. I gotta do it now. You know, that's why I express to the kids that I work with. You know, certain things happen, and um, you just gotta get get on it. If you got an idea, get on it. But uh, all death to me isn't necessarily like physical. You feel me? Like some of it is spiritual. Like my brother. Um, he didn't physically die. My actual brother, not my brother-in-law, but he didn't physically die. 
he kind of spiritually did because he committed a crime. Now he's doing four years in federal mm. penitentiary. Mm -hmm. But one, the the two deaths from my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, you know, I'm saddened by it. But in a sense, like my brother, yeah, he's his hopefully his mentality before he committed the crime has died off right. to where he can get new life. You know what I'm saying? He can be reborn. Yeah. Rebirth. Yeah. Re rebirth. rebirth. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, all death ain't bad. Mm. You know, you just got to try to see the beauty in it. Yeah. Because even, even though I hurt, you know, from my father-in-law passing away, he was sick. Mm -hmm. So, what it looked like me being selfish. Right. Yeah. And be like, man, I want you here, man. You got to see all this stuff we got going on. And he's like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? who am I to say what you got to do and what you should do? Mm. 100%. You know? So, uh, but yeah, like I said, all death isn't bad. You know? Right. You just got to look at what's in there. 100, 100. So how did you come to that that knowledge or that understanding of all death isn't bad and to just look at it from a non-selfish perspective of, right. like, when a person passes, like, because like Sam said earlier, death is the only thing. Life and death are the only thing that are guaranteed to us. You are guaranteed to live and you are guaranteed to die. Right. So how do you not be selfish about that? Because when I deal with death, because it is so permanent, I got commitment issues to everything mm. but my husband. So anytime that something is permanent, I got no tattoos because... My mind's going to change Word. in six months, you know? Right, right. Death is so permanent. It affects you so heavy. How do you deal with that and you being a husband? So, And this is, you know, your wife's family. So you have to help her through this. Right. And at the same time, you're literally being joyous because you're expecting your first child. That's Word. a lot of life and death going on at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually went through a phase, I guess you could say, it's like depression. But yeah. I... Literally, in some you know respects, like could be around a lot of people and feel alone, mm -hmm. just yeah. because I felt like I was the only person thinking about this at this particular moment. Right. But um, you know, in those moments, I had a lot of time to really assess like what's going on. So like, does the you know tree complain mm -hmm. in the fall when the when the leaves fall off? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? Yes. Or like uh, my mom is a gardener, so like the annuals or I think they're perennials, those flowers that live for a season, they die off and then they re, you know, produce themselves in the following season. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do they get agitated or do they get uncomfortable when they go through the process? Right. So Ooh. if they don't, then why should I? If we come from the same substance... You know what I'm saying? Because I've kind of grown spiritually in a sense like I don't look at God as like an outside source. Word. Like God, to me, God in its uh, totality is us, this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, on a physical level, literally like, you know, in space, the same things that make up, you know, our earth yeah. is what makes me up. Right. So on a physical level, we're the same. On a spiritual level, you know, God can, in the Bible, it talks about God speaking things into existence. Well, if I can do the same thing, mm -hmm. where's the disconnect? Mm. So if God created the, the structure of, you know, the plants and the, the, you know, the trees and substances of the earth, 
I'm in that, you know, I'm in that plane. So how can I really trip off that? Now, this is months after all that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. obviously the day after, I was like, man, why? Why is right. this? Why is that? But um, really assessing that why is, is natural. Now, obviously, the way things happen, um, I would have, you know, hoped it was different. Right. But... Um, that's a whole. That's a whole, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. a whole other topic. Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy? Um, I lost my grandmother Thanksgiving, right? Um, and then me and my uncle was actually sitting going through the um, the service planning, like planning the whole service out. Yeah. And then my uncle passed. Oh wow! Like, a month later. He died at a stoplight, like a month later. Randomly, right. Yeah. Um, randomly. Did so I went from being. Anything? the man of my family to the man of my family. And when you speak about God, right, and um, just that manifestation of power and things like that, I almost took a reverse to that, right? Because I've always moved like that, like, I am God. Like, we are all God body. We are all um, mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. We are of his image, right? Um, but those showed me that, bro, I don't control shit, but what I do. And I don't even control that all the way. You know what I mean? Um, and that, those deaths got me deeper into my spirituality, mm -hmm. more so than I've ever been. Mm -hmm. um, but it's crazy, right? Like, because like you said, right, it'd be times when I'm in the, a room, I'm with my wife. It'd be little things, right? And I try to be so in control of my emotions that I speak them out. But even then, it's not easy to speak them out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it'd be moments I'm like mad depressed, mad, sad, mad because I can't make my mom unsad. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. just so many different Man, things that that's, move, that's right, weird. when it comes to, um, that comes with death, like, and when it don't hit you how it, when it don't hit you personally, because everybody experiences somebody that passes away. Right. Yeah. But when it don't hit you like that, you neglect everything that comes with that, the way the world, the way your world changes, the mm -hmm. way people around you, worlds change. Um, so death is like it's um when when dealing with death because like the depression thing comes in the anxiety thing comes in um, it's definitely important to have a ground I I feel it's definitely important to have a grounded sense of spirituality same thing you said yeah, yeah. right it's so important to have that grounded sense because you could lose it yes like yeah. you lose your mind and you don't even want to it be times I don't even want to bring stuff up because I don't want to bring people down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it goes there, but... Um, and it affects everybody differently. You and it know? affects so everybody differently. It could be a good differently. moment, but then this is messing with you. You know what I mean? Because yeah. everybody's going through yeah. different things at different it's times. So hard. Yeah. yeah. And my struggle I face is that I have all my feelings, but I'm so... I try to be so considerate of everybody. Like, my whole family. Like, they knowing they still process and stuff. So right. I tend to not process it fully. Felicia might be the only person that feels me when I'm feeling how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And I don't even bring it to her all the time because, again, it's a mental battle. It's a spiritual battle where it's like, I don't want this energy out there. Right. Um, do you run into times like that even after having your moment of clarity where you still feel like it's a battle or it's a struggle? Or how do you go through that mourning process? Um... Yeah, it's definitely like a battle for sure. Wow. Um, 
some days I'll be like, oh man, you know, it ain't it ain't that bad. You know, I'm getting through it. And right. then boom, the next day I'm low. Yeah. You know, cause I'll look at my my daughter, Arwen, Sanai. Yeah. I'll look at her and I'll be like, oh, you know, she's happy, she's joyous. She don't even know yeah. like what's right. going on. Yeah. And like looking at how like she just be, you know, cooing and all that. I'll like look at her and get joy, but then I'll think back and be like, man, he couldn't even be here to, yeah. you know, to enjoy that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. think like the grieving process or whatever uh, is over. What? You know, because my, my grandfather passed away when I was three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still have like vivid memories of being with him. And I'll think wow. back and be like, man, Papa Frank. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gone. You know, he don't see any of this. Right. So, like, I don't think the grieving process ever goes away. Ever. Ever. No, I don't. Cope with it. Mm -hmm. Word. So, I'd say for me, like, the worst, um, well, not worst, but, like, the reality set in when uh, I'm dealing with this on the inside, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's hundreds of thousands of people, you know, throughout the day. Word. They don't even know what's going on. And they're just living their life. Living. That yeah. used to piss me off. I had a friend that lived in Ark City and he was killed by the police in mm. Ark City. He was shot down by the police. And it was, we had a big rally. It was a big deal because I'm from a very small town. Word. For It was a big deal for a couple months. And then after that, it was just like everybody just went on living their life. And that would piss me off yeah. that y'all are not still morning there's a wonderful amazing person but i have i had to take a step back and realize that he had an impact on my life that may not have impacted them the same way and everybody's living their life like during that time they could have had cousins or siblings or anybody that passed away (laughs) that was more important to them you know what i'm saying so everybody deals differently but it really it was a struggle for me to not be bothered by other people not being bothered by this death that I'm like you yeah. just tore up about. Yeah. That's really sad. I mean it was sad, but it's also it's good at the same time just because it taught me a different way of dealing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cause I can't like you were saying, Sam, you can't always want to put that energy out there. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you gotta reel it in and just figure out a way to manage and deal with it by yourself. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Real talk. Man, I lost my my best friend passed away when I was twenty one. Mm-hmm. And that's Deal. I haven't had a wow. best friend since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you replace like, that when somebody just leaves on such a high like that? Like there's no. Yeah. I ain't even get to tell my guy bye. You know what I mean? Like mm. this was my and I, I haven't now. Even with that, like I think what death has done to me is I look at everything as seasonal. Right. So like when I have yes. a cool friend, like a close friend, and then we stop being as cool as we might have been from the jump, I don't even trip. Cause I'm like, that's mm. cool. But. See you next time. Oh, like, wow. I never even thought about it like it's, that. It's weird, and it's something I'm constantly, consciously thinking of. Like, especially even the, the friend, my friend group that was best friends with my friend Rashad that passed away. We ain't even as tight as we were. Mm-hmm. But it don't. It used to bother me, mm-hmm. and now it don't. It's like it's seasons. Like everything come back how it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Is how I look at life. Um, but yeah. It's Seasons really change and people change. Mm-hmm. Seasons change and people change. Wow. And people deal with everything differently yeah. than you. 
Um, so was that like the starting of the transition out of you guys' fr- like close-knit friendship is when your friend passed? Was that kind of like everybody kind of started falling a little bit distant? Mm. I think that was part of it, right? Um, they, they, were, they lived together. So my boy Rashad, my dog Jason, my guy Terrence. Terrence and Jason are still tight. But when they moved in together, that's when me and Felicia first got together. Mm-hmm. Like, and we moved out together. So your life was just going in a different direction, just, period. And and I think that was like the um, the thing that kept y'all together, kept us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Rashad was my best friend. He was also their friend. Right, right. right. So we became friends through him. Right, mm-hmm. right. So and without yeah, that missing link. Yes, yeah, and it's still love. Like that's, mm-hmm. I think that's important to note. But again, it's just seasonal. Like in every relationship, like male to male relationship I've had, that's like the homie. It's like it's cool if we don't talk. I don't be pressed about it because my nigga been gone for forever. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's weird. It's Do you weird. think that helps you like creatively? Because I can say like this past yeah. year. I've been, you know, kind of cooking up some, some fire. Wow. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it'd be like, man, where did this come from? And then I'll yeah. go back to it and be like, man, boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. All this. Definitely. So do you think that helps you, like, creatively? I think it does. Like, I, I, I keep telling people I have two albums done. So it's like this album I'm about to drop, Can I Talk My Shit, is like, I was writing these songs when I got the call that my uncle was at the stop. You know what I mean? Like, mm. wow. So these songs, to me, they're not, like, deep emotional songs. They're like a release. Like, I mm-hmm. get to just be free and just do whatever the fuck I want on a track. Like, I can talk my shit. Right. Right, but then I also have songs in the cut that's, like, real mad emotional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, family business emotional. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say it's, it's giving me a different type of inspiration, motivation. Um, but it's a struggle. Like, I... I even talked mental health for a second. Like, I really, I really, I've never, I won't say never, but I've never really fought anxiety like I have these last couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I quit my job. Like, I told my wife, like, I don't want to do shit that don't have purpose, that's not purpose-driven right. in my life, mm-hmm. right? But then even with that, making that jump, I still have struggle internally where I'm like, bro, you're not going as hard as you're supposed to. Mm. Right, um, your uncle was a hard ass worker, he like was. so, like just imbo- try, trying to, like you said, right, embody them, them personality traits yeah. of the people we've lost to keep wow. that spirit moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, long <laughs> answer to that question. Nah, it's good. <laughs> but I can see why that would be so much pressure from a male perspective because, like you said, you went from being the man of your family to the man of the entire family. Right, that's For a real. lot of pressure. Yeah. It's real. Like it's really. I shut down. Like. I, yeah. I legit shut down. And I be, I remember Lawrence, what's his name, Lawrence from Insecure? Yeah, yeah. When a nigga used to just sit at the crib and not work. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how I be feeling consciously, like subconsciously. And I'm like, I pray my wife don't feel like I'm not doing shit. Yeah. Because as bad as I want to do shit, I don't, I'm not full right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and so it's man. constantly finding things to like, okay, how do I get which is crazy. The motivation. Because he always doing shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, I'm just thinking of like, you're never doing enough. You know what I mean? I'm like, 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 not not doing He's always doing shit. So I'm like, I don't see this at all. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I don't see it at all, but it is a conscious thing. Like, in your head, you're like, dang, I could be doing this, this, and this, but... He be working. To the outside so, world, yeah. we just like, Sam is on his shit. And he Everybody is. Everybody need to be like Sam yeah. and be out here getting it. 
Right. If he is, I think maybe just like an internal thing. You know, yeah, it's a Virgo thing. Y'all be on one. I really feel like it's even more so than the Virgo thing. Because yeah. I, I know when my hard work, like my Virgo traits is kicking in, but uh-huh. it's really like, it's really a mental, like, it be fucking with me. Like, I be in my head having fights, mm-hmm. right? Like, emotional fights, not tactical execution. How do I do this? Should I do? I'm talking like emotional fights. Like, why do you feel like this? Stop feeling like, stop acting like you're being a buster, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, really trying to channel that back. So and it's, that's really tough because feelings is like something that you can't help. You like, can't there's help nothing I can, I hate that I feel like this, but there's a literally not shit I can do. And the about energy that, that comes with the feelings, mm-hmm. that energy you project out, right? Like, it, and it'd be the littlest shit. It's really weird. It's really weird. But I think that's something definitely to address with black males, too. Even outside of loss, I think in general, mental health is important because, I mean, PTSD, like a motherfucker from World Star videos to police killing us videos mm-hmm. to what you might be dealing with on a daily basis in life that, again, I know black men feel like we can't open up about our feelings. Like, that's a thing. Um that's been conditioned, but fuck that. Yeah. Express your feelings. Like, let people know how you feel productively. Right. That's extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of being a man, if you ask me. But and not not to mention like all of the, you know, years upon years of slavery and oppression. Yeah. Because when did we ever have time to really deal with those issues? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, oh, slavery's over, mm-hmm. and then boom, you still under these Jim Crow laws and, and things like that. Yeah. And then uh, you see, like, prominent black groups like the Black Panthers and, and, uh, and like, Huey Newton and those guys, yeah. they do something positive, and then, boom, they go they down. They get killed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Real talk. Like, that type of stuff. So it kind of develops, like, a psyche or whatever that if I do something or I get to a certain level, man, they going to off me. Right. Yeah. Or I have to behave a certain way in these circles, right? Um, I'll I'll always tell my friends, like, me and Felicia and my cousin Eric had a strong conversation about um, entitled. Like, I want to raise my kids to feel entitled, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know what it's like to grow up being raised on the defensive. Mm -hmm. Everything on the defensive, Mm -hmm. like, especially as a black man, from how you treat authority figures to... Just every little thing that that makes that inner voice mm-hmm. that you have as a kid or as an adult that sticks with you from what your parents might say to you, um, or what they might tell you how to do, what not to do, and it's like the world don't move like that. No, there's <laughs> right. nobody else is teaching their kids these same principles, mm-hmm. right? So then when you step into a situation where you like have potential to be in charge. You reserved because you don't want to come off a certain way. And it's the same with black women. Right. Okay. We had a strong conversation about Monique, right? <laughs> I'm not changing my perspective on Monique. But it's the that same was the thing, after right? Hours conversation that, was that we was with. Um, but it's like the loud, um, the loud thing, right? Where we you don't can't, want to be the angry black you woman. Be the angry you know, black so don't say nothing. You know, yeah. you can't be too vocal. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're dark skinned. Yeah. That's real a, that's shit. a real Facts. thing. So that's yeah. Fine. And see the tricky thing, and not even to compare black male experience to 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 black woman experience. I think it's just it it expounds on the experience mm-hmm. where women might get shut down, right? Black men are feared. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't be expressive because now you scared of me. Mm-hmm. Right. Where they might try to shut y'all down. It's like it's so fucked up in this experience. Um, but I say all that to say I want my kids to feel like you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to talk to me about how you feeling about life. I remember it was nothing but staying in kids' place growing up. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> and you missed out on so much because now you're looking for it yourself. Right. Right? Um, and you're not being educated properly on what you find mm-hmm. versus you have these open conversations with your kids. they able to learn. you able to teach them what you feel like is important for them to know. Mm-hmm. So... That's heavy. I that like that. Heavy. Yeah, something yeah. to process. I need to process that because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about the, which I I just agree with everything that y'all do with y'all kids because I love them. Yeah, I love yeah, y'all yeah. kids. Damn. Damn but wow. the sense of entitlement, I'm like, we as Americans have a huge entitlement issue. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to lean towards like, I don't know about that. But if the Thompsons is doing it, Stop I say, it. get I with it. I won't say entitlement. do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Well, when I say, I want to clarify. When I say you can do what the fuck you want, I was never told as a kid you can be anything. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean when I say you can do what the fuck you want. I was never told the sky ain't the limit. Mm -hmm. It was like you get a job, you go to work, you do this, you go to yeah, it was like get these students in format. Yeah, yeah. graduate, go to college, get a job. And if you do these yeah. things, in my household, it was if you do these things, then white America will accept you. You'll be right. on an even playing field right. with them. And right. lo and behold, at 30 years old, that ain't the case. That ain't the case. <laughs> we are finding out that, that we are case. still not accepted, so we create our own spaces. We yes. ain't asking for acceptance. This yes. is just my shit. Right. Yes. So, so it's that fine line, I say, between entitlement and um, I don't even know the other word I want to use for it. And discipline. Because when I mentioned it, the first thing her and my cousin said was, oh, so you want them shooting up a school? <laughs> uh, that ain't us. Right. Like, this right. is my shit. Yeah. All, right. All right, I got you. You, yeah. you got a valid point. Let me bring it back a little bit. But I definitely think there is a level of um, black parenthood that we can, that I want to give my kids versus what how I was raised. Because mm-hmm. our daughter knows she's going to be the president. She I mean, knows she's she going to be the president. On that. You know what I mean? I mean, I've got my ballot ready. Exactly. I got my ballot ready for Sanaya to be president. Did I think that was an option? You know what I mean? <laughs> did real, I think that yeah. was an option when I was a kid that I was going to be president? No, you know, uh-huh. like, what do you want? Do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to, you know, it was these things, you know, that right. this list that you had to choose from. <laughs> You're right. You know what I mean? So, nurses. Since you can do whatever the, the fuck you put your mind to. Yeah. Being a nurse was the thing that was the most acceptable and expected of a black woman. Yeah. That's why we got so many CNAs and CMAs. Yeah. Yes. Hey, we need them. We love y'all. Yeah. But there is, if you have something else that's burning inside of you, you have another option. Don't be afraid to tap into that creativity. You know, be a nurse at the same time as you tap into that creativity. Because right. I'm real telling talk. you, entrepreneurship is real. Get you a full time job you at the same one. time. <laughs> Go ahead and do hair on the weekend. Right. Yeah. 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 Secure the bag. Secure the bag. Yes. All right. We went really deep. I like going deep, though. I like I like jumping all the way in the deep end. Um, but we are at the end of the show. So I want to ask Chris, what you got coming next? What you got moving? What you need to make sure the people know about Big Walk Apparel? Uh, the the idea hasn't necessarily materialized yet. Okay. I'm getting with uh, Autumn about this, but Feel Good Hour. 
Yes. I want to create, yes. you know, yes. uh, an environment where you can listen to the music mm-hmm. that inspires like certain designs. Mm-hmm. And I want you to, I want to see if you get the same thing that I get out of, out of the music, or if you get something different, like we can kind of, you know, bounce those, those right. ideas around. Mm-hmm. So feel good hour, no set date, nothing like that. Probably like maybe fall or something like that. Okay. But we're going to have some new gear out there. That's I like that. I like yes. that. You know, positive vibes, man. I love that you're constantly promoting that, man. Again, that's a major. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. Mrs. Thompson, I know your grind don't stop. No. <laughs> what you got moving, boo? Um, so this weekend I have a pop-up with Ariel Styles, which okay. they're in the design district. We're going to do a pop-up with some wine, <laughs> some little snacks, and of course shopping. So make sure y'all come out and support. Um, and yeah, we just grinding for real. Uh, I know I got some other stuff coming out, but I'll let y'all know next week because it's not on top. <laughs> but right Word. now, for this Saturday, I definitely have that um, that sipping shop with Ariel Styles. So I'm excited about that. What yeah. time is it? It's from 12 to 4. And oh, they have actually have a little cute boutique. I went and checked it out. It's like resale designers. So it's like... Sh- her thing was she loved designer stuff, but the price is designer <laughs> stuff. So she she has a resale shop, so it's you know cheaper prices, but you get the designer feel. No, you know, it is designers, no knockoffs. Okay, it's designer stuff. So make sure you come out and check out her stuff because it's dope. I'm definitely gonna be in there. So well, I'll like be there that. supporting. Yay! Yeah. Like and there's a the girl. She's opening up a bakery, right? Um, sweet, sweet, sweet treats or something like sweet that. Sweet treats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to be uh, opening us in the Delano the district. Same day. It is the same day. Oh, no. So if yeah. you have time, please do go by and support both of these yeah, events. Yeah, you should have an hour. She, she going to be doing a grand opening and she, this is her first business that she's opening. Yeah. And I mean, we need to support this. This right. sister and is popping up with girl. the treats. Yeah. Yes. Y'all know. And I actually try her stuff. Uh, Brandon, when he was running mm-hmm. for city councilman, mm-hmm. she actually had her treats there and I tried them and they were fire so I'll definitely um her thing starts at 11 so I'm gonna go by there and then go hurry up and set up at the other place so okay yeah I like that make it happen yeah Mrs. Black what you got moving I'm off this weekend. Hey. Okay. Grind, grind had That's to stop. The grind had to stop. Self-care. Y'all ran me ragged yeah. last weekend <laughs> doing for my community. So, yeah, yes. this weekend, I'm. Uh, you'll catch me at Felicia's pop-up. Yep. I'll be, uh, she said there was going to be free wine, so I will be there yes, <laughs> for yes, my class. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to be out supporting the community, you know. That's pretty much it. We have a lot of Juneteenth activities that are going on. Mm. Juneteenth is coming up June 16th through the 23rd. So I'm on the committee and we're doing a lot of planning. So yeah. I'll be doing planning stuff, but I won't be proactively doing anything this weekend. Okay. So okay. yeah, I'm chilling. Feel oh, good gotcha, day. Gotcha. <laughs> Feel good day. You I show like right. That. I like that. Yeah, I like um, that. So one, let's, can we give a shout out to... Hold on, I got you. I got you. Okay, okay, you. never mind. I've been uh, forgetting that Sam's a Virgo and I don't have to remind stop him. It, stop it. Yo, also I got the album dropping this Friday, yes. May 25th on all streaming services. Samuel David, volume two. Can I talk my... I couldn't put shit on the end because of, they wouldn't let me upload it if I had profanity <laughs> on the cover. So it's can oh, I talk my... They limited you like that? 
Yeah. It's cool though. It's good. It's cool though. 25th, right? It's on the 25th. May 25th on all streaming services. You can pre save it on Spotify right now. It's really that motherfucking heat. Like it's uh, a. Maybe we need to have like a live listening party. I I think that'd be cool. Let's go live and listen. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. After drop, I'll do a live IG, live Facebook joint. Um. But I want y'all to copy first, and yeah, then I'll have yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the intimate listening session um, next week as well, where I'll just talk through the album and let people ask questions about um, different songs. I'll let you into where all my thought process was at with different joints, and uh, we're just going to level up. We're going to have that here at one of our major sponsors, the Artistry Lounge, down here sure. downtown Wichita, Kansas. Shout out to my dog, Jeremy, at the Artistry Barbershop and Lounge. Get your hair cut right. Get your drink on in the lounge if you're worthy. Shout out to our other major sponsor, Two Beats Mobile Boutique. Make sure you visit www. Is it? Did I say three W's? Yeah. www.twobeatsboutique.com. That is Two Beats Boutique on IG, yeah. Twitter, and Facebook. And Beats it's Beats with a Z. With a Z. Yeah. I know you got Ooh, me. Well, I see you. Hey, I'm always on it. <laughs> I'm never you. off. I don't think I've ever been off. <laughs> also, okay, here we go. <laughs> make sure you holla at United Vibes Culture and more to get your shea butter, black hey. soap, big walk apparel. Hey. Get everything at yeah. United Vibes sure. Culture and more. What's the address? 2003 East Central. Yes, indeed. Holla at that. Also, get your Queen X magazine. And shout out to our other sponsor, Jenny Don with Jenny Don Wines. Man, get your sip on. Jenny Don's got yeah. some fire wine. She did. She sponsored the, uh, the Mother's Day She sponsored brunch. the Mother's Day brunch. Mimosas. Yeah. Got all the mamas right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good vibes. And we've been sipping on her liquor uh, this whole show. You can cop her bottles at select... Um, liquor stores here in Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's a little bit of everything podcast. We out. We out, Cheese. Yeah. Big walk. Ow. <laughs>